Welcome to the What's In It For Us podcast. As you can tell, I am not your usual host, Dr. Christina Greer. I am Blue Luzuma, the executive producer of the Dear Culture podcast over at the Grio. Today, we are staging a takeover, a special two-part crossover episode where all of our hosts from our favorite podcast at the Grio come together to pick the best and the blackest of 2020. Now, if you haven't been listening already, please take your happy black asses over to Dear Culture to listen to part one. And now we are about to start part two and joining us are Dr. Christina Greer, as usual, from What's In It For Us, and our Dear Culture podcast host, Jerry Q. Gaynor and Shauna Penny. Let's go. This next award is all about holding people accountable for the BS that they try to pull behind or in front of the scenes. The nominees for the Mask Off Award are rapper and social activist, no name for calling out conscious rappers who remain silent during the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm back quiet as a church mouse. Basement studio when duty calls to get the verse out. I guess the ego hurt now. It's time to go to work. Wow, look at him go. He really doubts to write about me when the world is in smokes. When it's people in trees. When George was begging for his mother saying he couldn't breathe. Actress and host Gabrielle Union for calling out America's Got Talent for discrimination. He then threatens my agent. Gabrielle better be better watch who she calls a racist in the middle of an investigation about racism and discrimination. This is what's happening from the top of the company. Claudia Conway for calling out Trump supporter and her mom, (laughs) Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway is stepping away from the White House to focus on her family. Look what I did. Kellyanne's decision comes after her 15-year-old daughter, Claudia, took to social media to say she wants to emancipate herself. I'm officially pushing for emancipation, she tweeted. My mother's job ruined my life to begin with. Heartbreaking that she continues to go down that path after years of watching her children suffer. Selfish. It's all about money and fame, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just showing everyone the truth. Like Claudia has been vocal about her disdain for President Trump and even got into a public tiff when her mother tried to stop her from posting another incendiary video on TikTok. Okay, guys. So who do we think ripped the mask off the best? You all get one vote. Make it matter. (laughs) Shauna's having an actual physical reaction. Shauna, who do you think? If y'all give that little white girl this a bless this black ass award, we're going to have a fight. I'm going to walk off. I just want you to know. (laughs) Shauna, Shauna, (laughs) she is an ally. Y'all give that little white child who is now what is she on uh america what what is american it idol. say that again american idol american idol and over here thanking her mama and whatever now i'm not saying that claudia conway is fake i'm not saying that at all she's a teenager their feelings change like the wind that's all i'm gonna say well, who do you think should actually get it though we know who you don't want to get it though we're very clear no claudia conway who i would give it to personally is gabrielle union um because I mean, quite frankly, yes, why not? So you wanted to go ahead and do some some slick stuff behind the camera and behind the during an investigation and you're threatening people? Oh, so we're gonna put all this on Front Street. And quite frankly, yeah, because you're not gonna silence her. You're not gonna make her feel like she's crazy. You're not gonna gaslight her. And yeah, no, kiss my ass. And for those of us who are watching who do not know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is when someone tries to make you feel like you're not seeing what you're actually seeing by distorting reality and dismissing you as crazy when you're making all the sense in the world. Mm. So that's what gaslighting is. Uh, CG, 
Uh, who is your vote? <laughs> I'm curious about this one. Well, I mean, listen, I, I support Gabrielle Union, especially because we know how Black women are treated in the workplace and it's so frustrating. But I will say, little, little Conway girl, let's be clear. She's the one who, ex I, my vote is for her because she's the one who exposed that COVID-19 was rampant in the White House. That's Before true. she put her mom on blast, true. you know, we were just like, how are these people always maskless? In, in rooms and meetings together and nobody has COVID. And she was like, girl, they all got COVID. And then shortly, <laughs> you know, shortly after that, the president, the vice president, you know, her mama. And this was in, you know, Amy Coney Barrett's um, confirmation where it was just the super spreader event. And she's the one who actually, you know, rang the alarm. And then black folks said, well, wait a minute. Most of the butlers and the folks who work at the White House in a service capacity are black and Latinx. They are citizens of, you know, Washington, DC. Like, are they protected? So then we started asking questions about, you know, the, the limo drivers for the president who's maskless and COVID positive and all the other service workers who come into, um, you know, close proximity with these selfish, self-loathing, Republicans who were running rampant in DC for four years. So I feel like she blew the lid off of that sham of an administration when it came to their own personal COVID policy. So I'm gonna vote for a little kind of <laughs> and, and Jared, for the sake of time, short and dirty, who is your vote? I'm sorry, I know it's a black, the blackest award, but I have to give it to Claudia Conway because- Oh, Shauna is about to revolt and walk <laughs> off stage. <laughs> this is about I to be like Nene, I'm about to just- <laughs> and if you had to tell us in two sentences, why do you think it's Claudia? I've enjoyed seeing Kellyanne Conway get her comeuppance and by the, by the hand of her own daughter. So that's why I give it to her. All right. So Jaren, you are the one who is going to be announcing our next award. And the winner of the Mask Off Award goes to actress and host Gabrielle Union. Love you, Gabby. <laughs> All right, so let's pivot real quick, guys. There were so many people in 2020 who needed to be addressed for their behavior. This next Best in Blackest Award goes to the person who we believe did a stellar job at calling out mofos. The nominees for the Best Call Out Award are activist and organizer Tamika Mowry. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. Rapper Megan the Stallion. So... Since y'all hoes so worried about it, yes, this Tory shot me. You shot me. And you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs lying and shit. Stop lying. The Black Twitter Brigade. Black Twitter Brigade. Now, Twitter has always been a place where receipts are pulled, but in 2020, Black Twitter turned accountability into an art form. From politicians to entertainers to large corporations, Black Twitter showed us that no one was safe. So guys, those were the three nominees for best call out, Tamika Mallory, Megan Thee Stallion, and Black Twitter. Uh, who do we have as our vote? We're not gonna go one by one. Shout out, who do you think is your vote and why? 
for best black Twitter. Okay, we're gonna start with Shauna. Shauna is black Twitter. Um, so why do you think you and your crony should get the awards, Shauna? That's not self-serving at all. Listen, listen now. Okay, because now, first off, Tamika Mallory and and Jaren, we are going to be blessed with our sister Tamika soon on an upcoming episode of DCP. So look for that. Um, Tamika Mallory said what needed to be said. I wish I was. I, I don't know if y'all saw me. I was looking around. I was looking for my my church tambourine because sis deserves right. Yes, love her. Uh, Megan the Stallion. I am a the Stallion stan. It's plain and simple. Yes call out that that terrible listen him and that that hair see even your hair follicles don't like you tori even your hair follicles have said you want some bs so i'm out see so cool but black twitter let me tell you what my biggest fear is these days is tweeting something and then somebody retweets me and says this you i don't need it i don't need it jesus I don't need it. Okay. I have, I rebuke that in the name of all things that is good and holy and peaceful for my spirit. Black Twitter is a bully in a good way. Black Twitter is an accountability monster. Black Twitter is out here and it tells on the scammers so quick. Listen, I love black Twitter. <laughs> And it does yeah, not. I feel like Shauna loves black Twitter, guys. I feel like Shauna <laughs> loves black Twitter. Jaren, I think you had a different vote, and then we're going to pivot to CG. Well, who was your vote for the, the best call out award of 2020? Look, I love black Twitter, but I have to give it to Tiffany Mallory because it was a viral moment. She said what she said, what we all have said or heard over the years. But that moment, that speech, she was just, she, you know how when someone has that, like, kind of like that, that moment that's just like, can only be described as uh, coming from a higher place. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have a dream moment is what we call I it. I yes. a dream moment, that like in the pocket moment. She had that moment and it was powerful. I get chills every time I watch it. Mm -hmm. I remember watching it and tearing up. I remember watching it obviously because during that time it was the, our emo all of our emotions were really high um, and her emotions were high, but she still kept some level of composure to make sure that every word she said uh, was heard and powerfully felt. And I just I just loved it. So I have to give it to her. Yeah, I do think that was God working through her. I've had moments giving speeches. Where I'm like, wait, was that me or God? I think we've all had that even as like uh, your professor CG and even you guys as hosts, like there's moments where you're talking and then you watch the playback, you're like, yeah, that was not me. Something came through me. So I think that moment was was God speaking through Tamika Maori. And mm -hmm. CG, who was your vote for? I'm curious about this one. Megan Stallion? No, no, no. I, I do like Megan, and I think that she serves a, a really important role in this discourse. I, you know, I'm Lashana. I do love Black Twitter just because I think that they educate the world, but they also make a lot of Black people feel sane and safe and normal. You know, those of us who grew up in cities or suburbs or rural communities, Black Twitter seems to encompass all of that, you know, uh, whether you're an army brat or, you know, grew up in the hood or grew up bougie. Like, Black Twitter is all of us. And so I, I think it's this lunch table where we're all welcome. And there's something that Black Twitter says or calls out where we can always relate because we're Black people. But I think my vote is for Tamika, largely because, you know, as a New Yorker, I've seen A, her evolution sort of doing grassroots organizing. And, you know, she's way more than just speeches. I mean, she is a, a child of this movement. And so to see her go national and international in a lot of ways to articulate 
the struggles of Black people in America and link it to other people's struggles and current events is a really important role that she plays in the discourse. And I think that it's authentic and I think that it is clear. And I think that there's a appropriate level of righteous anger that she has that a lot of us can see ourselves uh, in some of the things that she says. I mean, we are, we are angry as well. We are hurt as well. We are saddened, we are enraged and we are motivated. And I think that when she is in front of these crowds, she represents black women in, in a way that, that sort of hits the tone that so many black women, not all black women, but so many black women feel in this moment. I love that you made that distinction is that sometimes we inspire change, but most times we incite it. And mm -hmm. she is so good about channeling rage into something actionable that literally creates change. And so the angry black woman narrative loses its teeth when it comes to Tamika because we realize how anger can really move mountains. Um, right. Perfect segue, CG, you're the one who's gonna be announcing who the winner is. Yes. The winner for best call out is social rights activist and organizer Tamika Mallory. Hey, hey, hey. She deserves. She deserves. Uh, yeah, we should. <laughs> to We're gonna toast to you, a child of the movement. <laughs>
this is the hardest category. They all deserve their flowers. But for me as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, I have to give it to Dwayne Wade because if I had a father like Dwayne Wade accepting me at such a young age, I just cannot imagine the person I would have, how quickly more I would have developed as a gay man if I had that acceptance at home. And Dwayne Wade doing that as a black man in a, in a sport like basketball, where you have to be macho. And like, I grew up uh, dreading gym because I didn't know how to dribble a ball. I didn't know how to play basketball. I had no interest in sports. But as a black man, if you can't play sports, you know, you feel like uh, you feel like you're less of a man. And so it, I always felt very ostracized around sports to see a sports figure um, use his platform to bring awareness to the community uh, and to preach tolerance. Uh, I think it's powerful and I think it's gonna help a lot of other black dads across the country and maybe around the world uh, have a better, um, learn to be a little bit more open and accepting of their children as they are, who, whoever they may be. Uh, so that's why my vote would go to Dwayne. Yeah, that was a powerful, like I've never seen a, a black dad, particularly an athlete, show up the way he has. And it's sad that it took all these years for us to see someone like him, but he's completely changing in my eyes what black parenting gets to look like on a global stage. Um, CG and uh, Shauna, what do you guys think? Who do you think should get this award? I mean, Blue, I'm totally torn. I agree with Jaren 1000%. I think, you know, not just changing hearts and minds across the, the world, but you know, also this, this idea of locker room culture and what that means. I think that Dwayne Wade has done, he and, and Gabrielle Union have done so much for the discourse. I mean, uh, Osaka, you know, showing up with all the masks before she won. Now keep in mind, she's at her job. Mm -hmm. She's making a political statement. She's risking endorsements. This is a very white, sport in many ways i mean the winners are black but you know the, the the patrons in many ways are still largely white um lebron james was given hundreds of millions of dollars when he was 19 years old and he's turned it into social justice and activism and giving back to akron and ohio and the united states more broadly i mean what he's been able to do with what he's been given is such an inspiration to me as just a black person you know as and how he's been uh socially conscious entrepreneur, but I think I'm gonna go with my WNBA ladies, largely because they are at work. I mean, we have to recognize it's really hard to take a stand just as individuals, but it's really hard to take a stand against your boss. And we know that women in the WNBA make pennies to the dollar compared to their brothers in the NBA. And for them to risk the little bit that they do make, the, the few endorsements that they are afforded, uh, for what is right before the NBA even did it. They're leading the NBA. Um, I just have the utmost respect for them. And I think they're doing a lot more for the world of sports where we see the NBA and the NFL and the, the you know, the MLB slowly but surely following um, some ways symbolically, but obviously we know symbolism turns into real practice at certain points in time. So I think that uh, I'm gonna give it up for the, the ladies in the WWE. Yeah, I actually teared up watching that clip. Um, and they have a lot to move. They have a lot more to move than the people who are in the NBA. We already know that the WNBA gets pennies on the dollar. And so for you to, like you said, to, to be jeopardizing a little bit of pay, you, you get what you do um, to stand up for what's right. They were on the right side of history and they were leading the charge. Um, and again, here we are, women leading the charge, right? So um, I, I got emotional watching that clip. It doesn't matter how many times I watch it, I always get emotional. Shauna, who's your vote for? 
Uh, like you said, blue eye too was getting emotional. I was trying very hard not to cry. I spent way too much time on this makeup. Uh, <laughs> so we boohooing over some clips. Um, and I just got to say, the ladies of the WNBA have been a force. And not just when it comes to, you know, fighting for, say her name, fighting for Breonna Taylor. But let's be very clear. If it were not for the ladies of the WNBA, specifically for the Atlanta Dream, Kelly Loeffler's evil ass would still be in the Senate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's be very clear. Nobody was paying attention to mine and uh, uh, Jaren's Morehouse brother, you know, <laughs> Raphael Warnock. You know, no one was really was giving him any any kind of shine and it wasn't until the ladies of the Atlanta dream was like oh no we got to get this broad up out of here you know um WNBA has always 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 been at the forefront of these movements and you know to blue and to Chrissy to your point like yo they're risking a whole lot like we've seen they make they make nothing in the grand scheme of things like I probably make more than a woman who has some professional and athletic dexterity that I I could never <laughs> in my life. I like can that. confirm that, Shauna. As somebody who watched the Drio and also has dated WNBA players, I can confirm we make more. Like, like what? <laughs> like, this is insane. So I, I have to give them their props. LeBron James, um, you know, and being able to use his platform to speak on what is so real. And, and again, even then beyond even like social justice on, you know, from like a racial aspect, let's talk about how LeBron James was out here making sure that people were registered to vote. You know what I'm saying? Like helping to change the tide and making sure that Joe Biden was going to secure that presidency and take away this damn, that, that evil orange man, you know, wonderful. Naomi Osaka, I mean, well, hell, she out here winning, you know, second Grand Slams and whatnot. And <laughs> no, second Australian Open, four Grand Slams? I don't even remember. But the girl is a beast, right? And being able to take her platform and it's not, and let's be very clear. Yes, we Black women, especially in the United States of America, have been rooting for Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka is an international star she's putting this on the forefront for internationally this is why you have folks in japan i've been to japan it's not it's not as you know as progressive as we would like it to be but they was out here chanting black lives matter after george floyd just like us there's a reason why and that's why it always irritates me to think that especially sports athletes and, and people who have this, these huge followings don't make a difference. No, they do. They actually do. So I appreciate Naomi Osaka for everything that she did. Um, Dwayne Wade though, as a person who is a fervent supporter of the LGBT community, as a person who's a, a fervent supporter of especially the trans community and keeping in the back of my mind, you know, God willing, if I ever have children, it is very possible that my child could be a part of the LGBT community, whether they are gay, lesbian, bi, or trans. And I need to know that if I'm going to put a child out into this, this terrible, evil world, that the world isn't gonna be as cruel and I don't, and I, there's less likelihood that I'm gonna go to jail for having to kill somebody for coming at my baby the side way, you know, <laughs> some kind of wrong way. Seeing Dwayne Wade, as a black man, 
and Gabrielle Union, because you got to shout her out too. Um, but seeing Dwayne Wade as a black man, as an athlete, as the you know super masculine, blah, blah, blah. All he makes is boys, except for little Kavia, you know, <laughs> like that's all he makes. It's beautiful to me to see us as a people or at well, whether rather a representative of our people saying, yo, I'm proud of my child, of my daughter. I'm not gonna misgender her. I'm not gonna tell her that what she's feeling isn't valid, it isn't real. I'm not gonna sit here and let's be real, problematic black people, you can't beat the trans out of your child. That's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. So to see him take this place of love for his child and, and really get into the, the crux of what parenthood is, is beautiful and is transformative. And I mean, that, that has my vote, plain and simple. Anyway, <laughs> so Shauna, you are the one who has the secret envelope to tell us who the winner of the Beyond the Sport Award is. And the winner is Shauna. And the Beyond the Sport Award goes to <laughs> my man's Wayne Wade. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I think we all feel really good about that one. Now, this next award goes to people who seemingly went MIA during all of 2020's craziness. These people are people who we would normally find very vocal in the culture, but were radio silent when the world was literally burning outside of our windows. And the nominees for the Where You At Award are Kendrick Lamar. We gon' be all right. J. Cole. My IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these crackers. She mad at these capitalists. Mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas. She mad at our ignorance. She wear a heart on the sleeve. She mad at the celebrities. Low key, I be thinking she talking about me. The White Guilt Brigade. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not so funny joke, every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. All right, guys. So who do we think was the most complicit uh, with their silence? Kendrick Lamar, um, J. Cole, or a bunch of rich white people saying, I'm sorry for being rich and white. I'm gonna say Kendrick, <laughs> just for me. Largely because, I mean, all of his albums have been such a, a detailed articulation of Black pain and Black resilience and sort of this emergence of the West Coast 2.0. And so I, and after his Pulitzer Prize win, you know, and sort of his, his words have been recognized as sort of leading movements, I really thought that we would see him speak out a lot more or, or talk about maybe not politics in elections, but uh, the state of the country uh, in the last year of a Donald Trump presidency. Yeah, you can't have the anthem of the movement and then not show up for the movement. And I will say this, we do know that people can give in different ways, right? So we do know that there's a way that he could have cut a check that we don't know about, but to the point of the award, he positioned himself as a front-facing voice. And so because he positioned himself as 
an anthem for movement, it made his silence in that way particularly jarring for those who were expecting something of him. So we recognize that he might still be cutting checks, but Kendrick's voice is part of his currency that we were actually depending on, to your point, um, CG. Shauna, Jan, what are your I'm thoughts? I, oh, you know what, Jaren, go ahead. Go uh, ahead, Jaren. I agree with Chrissy, <laughs> but I'm going to go with White Hollywood because it feels like it, it shouldn't have taken Black Lives Matter uh, 2020 for white people to all of a sudden get it because we were talking about this years ago. We've been talking about this exhaustively for years. Yeah. I, I think about uh, Oscar So White and uh, around that movement. We've been talking about diversity and using your platform to speak against racial injustice. And for whatever reason, it took uh, bloodshed um, and chaos in America for white Hollywood to all of a sudden be more vocal about um, these issues. So I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, that video was cringeworthy. Um, and I'm gonna leave it at that because I know people who were involved, but y'all take L's. How about you, Shauna? Jaren, this is why we host the show together because at the end of the day, I am always going to lay at the feet this bullshit that is racism to white people. We didn't start this. We didn't start it. We don't perpetuate. Like, no, no, it's on y'all. And the white Hollywood, white elite, whatever, these fake ass videos, <laughs> these, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize. And then in your black boxes that you want to put on Instagram during Black Business Week or, or all of this other stuff. But then here we are looking at the freaking the board of directors or something like that of your companies and there's not a black face in sight it's performative it's trash and it's garbage and y'all are silent and y'all are complicit so i'm always going to lay all of this at the feet of white people so you know what this is the one black ass award that y'all can get of y'all being silent of y'all being oh i don't know just absent from the movement and of y'all refusing to take responsibility. So that's I, will, I will say this, that J. Cole got, got a nominee because he was silent, but only came out of hiding to come after a black woman. And so we thought that was problematic. Like the one time you talk, bruh, and it's So that's why he was a nominee. Uh, I think CG has this one. CG, who is the so winner? The, okay, finally, the winner of the Where Are You At Award is Kendrick Lamar. Uh, <laughs> you gonna be all right, Kendrick. I was mad at Kendrick. <laughs> You gonna be all right. Speaking of coonery, we've all lost our way at some point in our lives, but these Negroes take the cake. The nominees for the Misguided Negro Award are rapper Lil Wayne for saying he doesn't care about Black Lives uh, Matter. Thought on, on Black Lives Matter. What is it? What, what do you mean? The idea is that there's this movement called Black Lives Matter, thinking that the rest of America didn't seem to understand that, that Black Lives Matter. It just sounds weird. I don't know that you put a name on. It's not a name, it's not whatever, whatever. If somebody got shot by police and for up reason. I am a young, black, rich If that don't let you know that America understand Black Matter these days, I don't know what it is. That man white, he filming me. I'm a I don't know what you mean, man. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matters, especially to my Actor Terry Crews for saying that he is scared of black supremacy. In the black race, in black America, we have gatekeepers. We have people who have decided that who is going to be black and who's not. 
And I, simply because I have a mixed race wife, have been discounted from the conversation a lot of times by very, very militant uh, uh, movements, black power movement. I've been called all kinds of things like an Uncle Tom, simply because I'm successful, simply because I work my way out of Flint, Michigan. News commentator Van Jones for being a flip-flopper when it comes to politics. Now, now, Van, you do spend a lot of time, uh, you know, threading the middle and trying to, to unite people. But uh, there are those who really accuse you of being a political opportunist, a chameleon, so to speak, who provided a racial cover for a former disgraced, twice impeached President Trump. You said this, and I quote, Donald Trump, and I get beat up by liberals every time I say this, but I'm going to keep saying it. He has done good stuff for the black community, opportunity zone stuff, black college stuff. There's a side to Donald Trump that I think he does not get enough credit for. Yet, just recently, you cried uh, on CNN when Joe Biden was elected the 46th president. Um, and you said, it's easier to be a parent now. Character matters now. Truth matters. You even mentioned George Floyd and said a lot of people felt they couldn't breathe. People in the black community don't trust you anymore. What, what is your response? Uh, oh, I, I, don't, I don't think that, that that's true. All right. So, Sonny um, chewed out Van Jones for speaking out both sides of his mouth. That is awkward. Um, uh, who do you guys think deserves this award? I'll go first. Uh, Van Jones, and the reason why is because Little Wayne and uh, Terry Crews have never prepared themselves to be, you know, political in any sense. Um, Terry is just whatever he is. Lil Wayne is an idiot with, you know, again, missing follicles. You notice uh, Tory Lanez, this has a theme, this has a theme, um, but you know, uh, Van Jones, and you know what, I'm so glad that I can say this because I can't say this at like under the Griot umbrella or whatever, Van Jones has notoriously been a ridiculous flip-flopper and you sitting here and even after Sonny chewed your ass out and where were you retweeting and oh, this is, see all the people that support me? Yeah, Megan McCain people? Ooh, yeah. I think you need to take a moment and assess why that was possibly happening. You know what I mean? Like, Van Jones is a special piece of, of, of hardware. Um, and quite frankly, he needs to go ahead and shuffle to the side, sir. <laughs> That's what I got. I would say uh, soft shoe to the side. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that and, is, you know, that's rough. Little Wayne has been a celebrity since he was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And I don't, he's, he's a black capitalist. Mm -hmm. He says what he says because he's, he's been raised in captivity, literally, as his lawsuits against uh, Birdman have indicated. Same with Terry Crews. It's like, Terry Crews, you're too grown to be saying this nonsense, but again, you're a celebrity and I don't look to you for any information. Van Jones actually has a platform where people think that he actually knows what he's talking about and he's putting his his best um the best interests of others forward but then you can look at the 30 photos of seeing seeing him chilling in the oval office over the past four years skinning and grinning with the trump administration consistently you know tearing up about oh this is the time that the president is really gonna really gonna do what he said he was gonna do and unify the country how many times van do you need to sort of see what this man has done and then still make money on election night sort of being excited about joe biden which one is it you're hanging out with jared and ivanka you're supporting the president whenever you get a chance 
but then you're also you're going to CPAC saying, well, dang gum it, you know, I wish the Democrats would act more like you guys and just, you know, put some pressure <laughs> on me. I mean, Van, sit down and shut it. Because CG, you don't who's the winner? Because I feel like we're, we're pressed for time, but CG, Sorry, I'm about to go in a minute. Yeah, Van Jones yeah. is my vote. CG, so who's my the vote. winner of, of this category, CG? Okay, so the winner of the Misguided Negro Award is Terry Crews. Clearly, I did not vote for this award. Okay, so clearly CG did not vote for this, but we are pressed for time, so we're going to... Look at Shana's visibly upset for those who are listening. We're going to pivot to ending on a high note, guys. The final award. And the last and final award of the inaugural Best in Blackest Award show is the one person who we all unanimously decided should be recognized for their bravery, determination, and fight for justice and rights of all Black and Brown people. Here are the nominees for the 2020 Best in Blackest MVP Award, civil rights activist and leader John Lewis. I've asked my mother, my father, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, why segregation, why racial discrimination? And they would say, that's the way it is. Don't get in the way, don't get in trouble. I heard about Rosa Parks. I heard Dr. King speaking on old radio. The leadership of Dr. King, his words, the action of Rosa Parks inspired me to find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Voting rights activist Stacey Abrams the, the issue is, as a woman of color, especially as a black woman, this is an unusual position to be in. And it would be doing a disservice to every woman of color, every woman of ambition, every child who wants to think beyond their known space for me to say no. We really won. I mean, <laughs> there is an orange menace of putrescence who will no longer be able to occupy the White House. That's a big deal. And Vice President Kamala Harris. Senator Harris, I just want to say you are my president, and thank you, <laughs> Madam President. Well, thank you, Madam President. Starting some stuff. Uh, thank you, Senator <laughs> Harris. I played by the rules, okay? You, you see, did. I followed the rules. I know you. Byron's the boss. He does what he wants. So you're the president. There you That's go. It. And it brings me great joy to announce that the winner of the 2020 Best and Blackest MVP Award is. Stacey Abrams. Uh, now guys, I waited until after I said the winner because I feel like all these people, we don't have to debate them because they're all amazing. Um, what do you guys think about what Stacey Abrams has meant for the culture? Um, Shauna is raising her hand like she's in school. So we're all gonna have one minute to give her flowers. CG's raising her hands like she's in school. Jaren will have the black man give the last flowers, you being debonair. Um, so here you guys, give Stacey her flowers as I sip from my Stacey Abrams mug. Let me tell you something, Stacey Abrams did what needed to be done, okay? They stole that election from her, yes. They stole it from her, and what did she do? She didn't sit there and, and, and wax and, and wax poetic and, and wane and uh. No, what did she do? She turned that into something that was, quite frankly, only a Spelman College woman could do, and that was turned that, that, oh, hell no, into a hell yes, okay, and she turned that into some triumph, and that is my Spelman sister, that is my sister in Blackness, and Stacey Abrams, you deserve everything that you get and more, queen, yes, that's all I got, let's go ahead, Chrissy, 
<laughs> well, the universe has in store for Stacey Abrams something greater than we can ever imagine. I'm going to turn my camera here so we can see Stacey Abrams while I talk about her. So unlike Beto, who went on a road trip talking about woe is me after he lost, I will go to my grave saying that Stacey Abrams was that election was stolen from her. Unlike Jamie Harrison, who lo loses and is like, OK, I'll just go to the DNC. We see all these men who lose their elections and they're just like, all right, well, let me just go over to this other cool thing. She actually invested in building the infrastructure to literally save our democracy. And so the fact that Stacey Abrams is nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, and when you know she was asked, she was like, I don't know, that seems weird. And it's like, no, Stacey, listen to the criteria as to why you were nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., your, your Morehouse brother. It's because you changed the discourse, not just in Georgia, not just in the United States. You highlighted the voting disenfranchisement of black people and other communities of color to the world the world was watching the 2020 election because of stacey abrams and that is why the nobel peace prize committee thinks that she should be nominated and she should actually be on the world stage she has done more for the state of georgia she has changed the senate for the next two years where joe biden would have zero possibility of executing an agenda if it weren't for georgia she took those two men across the finish line warnock took Ossoff across the finish line and stacey took both of them across the finish line so the fact that she may run in 2022 makes me very excited because we know that it was stolen from her in 2018. But whatever she does, she does it because she appreciates the work and it's not about her. And I wish that more of her male colleagues especially would take note. And I wish more politicians would take note and become public servants like Stacey. Mm. And you guys, and that is why you need to tune in to what's in it for us, for all our Dear Culture fans, because look, that was CG. That was your Tamika Mallory moment. I felt God coming. <laughs> Black man in 30 seconds. I love Mr. Stacey Abrams. Nobody talking about Stacey. Nobody. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't know how to follow Chrissy, but I will just say that in addition to the groundwork that Stacey has done in Georgia and across the country, she does it with, she's changed politics. You know, she does it as a woman who doesn't fit into uh, standards of beauty that we often see in, in, in politics and in media. She's confident, uh, she's very matter of fact. P people have tried to tear her down for simply having ambition. And she is not wavered by people's opinions. And that inspires me, even as a black man. Um, and I see myself in Stacey. So I know if I can see myself in Stacey, I think there are a lot of people across this country can see themselves in Stacey. And so anytime to give her her flowers, I'm always game. And as a matter of just record, the reason why we chose Stacey is because John Lewis paved the way. Kamala Harris is in the future, like helping us forward facing. We all believe that Stacey is the bridge between the past, the present and the future. And that's why she got the award. She is the Martin Luther King of our time. I'm saying it on the record. Get mad if you want to, doesn't make it any less true. We love you, Stacey. We love you guys for watching. All right, Rio fam, thank you for checking out our first but not our last annual Best in Black Awards. If you like what you heard, please support both Dear Culture and What's In It For Us by giving us a five-star review and subscribing to the shows wherever you listen to your podcasts. And because sharing is caring, let all your folks know to check us out at thegrio.com.